You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Once upon a time, in a kingdom far, far away, there was a strong-willed princess locked away in the tallest tower of the castle. She was placed there against her will when she refused to wed a cruel, psychopathic prince, Prince Julius. Now kidnapped and locked away in the remote tower of her father's castle, with her vindictive suitor intent on taking her father's throne, the princess must save the kingdom one bloody sword fight at a time. Joey King from Netflix, The Kissing Booth, wields swords while kicking, punching, and slicing limbs all from the top of the tower to the bottom in a reverse The Raid, but, you know, medieval with a cute, unsuspecting, capable girl, to get the mustache-twirling Julius, played by Dominic Cooper. I've actually overcomplicated this description by going on this long. This is a 90-minute fight movie, and I am TCD with the Screener Squad, and I'm joined by my fellow Knights of the Round Table, Ray. Hello. And Lewayne. Huzzah! Okay. This thing has more fight scenes than a John Wick movie, but does that mean it's good? Let's find out. Uh, maybe if I was playing this, like as a video <laughs> yes. game. I completely thought the same thing, that this was like watching a playthrough of Assassin's Creed. Right. Complete with boss fights, yes. Right. Yes. And cutscenes. Yes, 100%. It opens with her waking up. You get enough of a cutscene to understand what's going on at this moment to get the action started, and then you'll get an occasional cutscene in between that's back to what happened before. Mm -hmm. And like a video game, when you're playing it or you're going through it, it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. This is neat. And then you get to the end and you're like, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> because the whole plot's around this whole thing about this guy wants to marry her to take over the throne rather than taking it by force because it gives him legitimacy. Mm-hmm. So he basically takes it by force so that he can marry her Trick to... Trick everyone into legitimizing him? I guess. And then because it's at like the raid or the game of death or dread or any of those other... Like, well, reverse of those because she's fighting down the tower rather than up. Everybody acts like they're trying to kill her even though they've been specifically told don't kill her. But that's not how they're right. fighting her. Like, the only reason she should be able to survive is because she's actually fighting. They would have all just completely sliced her up and have been like, well, I guess we're going to get the next princess. <laughs> Your princess is in another castle. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's no plot here. Don't, don't worry no. about it. Don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. There are good fight scenes, though. I oh, mean, yeah. That's, you know, there are good fight scenes, and it's nice to see a girl kicking ass. It's nice to see a couple girls kicking ass, because mm-hmm. eventually halfway down mm-hmm. through this thing, we get someone else to kick ass. And it's very fun in those scenes. But yes, everything in between you got to kind of go, um, 
okay, whatever plot. Psh, I don't care. Just just give right. me to the next fight scene. I just want another fight scene. That's fine. Give me the next set piece. Exactly. Now, sure, is it something that is fun to watch once? Yes. Is it something that maybe is going to be fun to go back and show a couple of the fight scenes to your friends, you know, and say, hey, this one's really good, this one's really good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be fun to watch it multiple times? Eh, probably not. Mm-hmm. Has no replay value as yeah. far as games are concerned. Yeah. Not without some DLC. <laughs> the DLC would be her, the girl who trained her, right? The princess has yeah. her mm-hmm. sidekick who trained her. That'd be the DLC as we'd get a side mission of her kicking ass. I'd right? be fine with that. I could More Veronica Knoll is fine with me. Yeah. It's pretty simplistic, and it feels almost like a feature-length audition for something else. Because isn't she in, like, Bullet Train or something coming up? She is, yes. I felt that this was a good audition piece for her to be considered for Batgirl. I know they have cast Batgirl already, but, hey, if they lose that one, Joey King is ready to go. Right. And she's redhead. Yeah, that's the other thing it feels like besides a video game is a, look, I can do these action movie things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is nice, because when I first saw that she was cast in this, I was like, oh, okay, I I can kind of say, but, you know, former Disney kid, former this, that, the other, have we really seen her do anything like that? It's not that that meant that she couldn't, but it's not the first name that comes to mind when you think, okay, let's have a woman kick ass all the way down a tower, you know, for a whole Mm -hmm. 90 minutes. But damn, she put her work in. Give it to her. There's something truly impressive about action sequences where you can tell the actor is doing it, Mm -hmm. right? There's no discovering the fight scenes in the edits. There's no shopping around poor physicality they are pulled back here so that we can watch the whole fight scenes take place and joey king is doing it she's swinging those swords and throwing those punches and it's overly choreographed right it's that very dance like verging on comedic amount of choreography that you get from fight movies of this type but it's really good she clearly is capable i would love to see her do this again in a better script, with mm-hmm. a better script, in a better movie. Maybe that's what Bullet Train will be, at least something that's a little more fun, I suppose, a little less derivative. But yeah, Joey King, team her up with Karen Gillan, and those two could just go take down Ooh. an entire building full of people. I, I suggest the raid with two redheads. Who's with me? Works for me. <laughs> you can throw down some gunpowder milkshake, too. Absolutely. As far as the plot is concerned, this, like Disney movies, like classic Disney princess movies, all of this could have been solved if the dad was just not a traditionalist, right? Mm, sorry, honey, you have to marry the prince. It's mm-hmm. it's the way things have always been. You know, Dad, you're the king. You can make this decision here, right? Like, right. Mm, am I the sultan or am I the sultan? Then again, we wouldn't have a movie if that were the case. Sure. But exactly. <laughs> as far as the contrivances of why this is happening, well, it's like, you know, a girl can be a leader too. Yeah. But again, that was their point was to hey, look, we're making a Disney movie, but we're not making a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's the whole point. I mean, mm-hmm. again, they oversimplified that, way oversimplified that. But yeah, since we've compared this to Gunpowder Milkshake, something that I feel would have helped this movie a little bit is a better soundtrack. Mm-hmm. They advertise this as almost a rock and roll princess mm-hmm. movie, right? But no, this is very traditional Disney strings and horns, very. It's not a very impressive score. This isn't a score that I'm like moved by or I'm going to drop into my playlist while I'm writing. Giving this some rock and roll to it mm-hmm. would have amped up the excitement, right? Give it a little bit of adrenaline that something like Bullet Train appears to have, which is going to be very kinetic, 
Deadpool-esque action. Where Gunpowder Milkshake thrived was those action sequences plus needle drops. Right. I thought this movie could have benefited from that. And and there's no reason they couldn't because this obviously doesn't take place in a real historical anything, right? Right, right. So there's no reason why you couldn't do that. You just throw down whatever music you want that fits the mood, which, I mean, there's no shortage of guitar-driven or synth-driven music. Just great for this because it's just an action set piece over and over. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were a couple of points I'm like, yeah, but they did, did they have the... Oh, wait, it doesn't matter. This is pure fantasy. This is not even remotely <laughs> meant to be historical. Where'd those rollerblades come from? Right. Oh, right. No, right. It's... Like, there's no reason that they couldn't have thrown some of even more absurdities in up to a certain point. Semi-automatic crossbow. What more do you want? Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, repeating crossbows did exist. But again, if you're going to go this wild, go even wilder. You may as well. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't go as well as it could. Mm -hmm. While it is bloody, yes. this isn't gushing no. Tarantino amounts of blood. It's... Got some cursing in it, but it's not so vulgar and offensive that this wouldn't be a good entry or a, a waypoint of working your way from very light, cutesy action towards much more violent and mm -hmm. rated R action, right? This is a stopping point in that library of films. And another thing that irked me about this was the title sucks. The yeah. princess oh, does not tell anyone no. what they're going to see here. That's exactly right. Even if it was just like... The Warrior Princess or something. Mm -hmm. The Princess is such a dull title for what this movie's trying to be. The Ass-Kicking Warrior Princess. Make it fun. Come on. Well, and that's what I thought, too. That That's actually one of the things I thought of. I was like, well, the princess, okay, yes, while accurate, it doesn't tell anybody what you're getting ready to watch. Because if you pick up on that title, what are you going to expect? You're going to expect Disney Princess movie. That's mm. not what you're going to get no. at all. But then the people who don't want Disney Princess movie, they want Warrior Princess, Action Princess, Fight Princess, whatever you want to call the thing. Mm -hmm. They're going to miss out on this because they're not watching a movie called The Princess. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to watch that. What's that even about? It's yeah. about a princess. That's a princess. all I know. <laughs> Sword-wielding Warrior Princess. That tells me everything I want to know. Right. Right. I'm not saying that's the best title in the world, but it's better than just the princess. The princess. Well, yeah, if nothing else, having a title like The Princess means there's going to be a date in parentheses after your title so that people can tell which movie it is that you're looking for. <laughs> right. Which The Princess is this? Oh, it's the 2022 one. Yeah. Be, sure, we could workshop new titles for it, but it doesn't matter. This is the one it's got right now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, and that actually, I think, probably is almost sort of a summation of a lot of what's going on here, which is, yeah, I mean, the title gives you enough. And the plot gives you enough, then there's action. So, huzzah, we have action. Huzzah. Yeah, it's it's hard to go into much more detail than that. We've said Joey King did a really great job. The rest of the cast is fine here. Dominic Cooper does a good job being the villain. Mm -hmm. But really, this is just about the action sequences and how well constructed they are. The costumes are good. Yeah. The set pieces are great. Whatever this location is, if they built this on a soundstage, kudos to them. Because the set in this movie is actually perfectly suited for all these fight scenes so it really is going all right level one this boss battle right level two this boss battle level three and visually it never gets boring as far as locations are concerned with this razor thin plot yeah <laughs> yeah but you know what what more can be said about this I, I, it because it's so thin that's the extent at which we can go here if you're looking to get your kid into violent action movies right and who wouldn't my entry point was die hard and predator two of the sure. traits Right. But if you don't want to scar them by throwing them straight into like Umbach, you'll want a good training wheels movie. Right. They've seen lightsaber fights. They've seen the Marvel movies. You've eased them into Pirates of the Caribbean. 
And then you know, then you go to like Bale and Pattinson, Batman, and you want to graduate them up a few levels, like get to the transporter and the aforementioned gunpowder milkshake, and you're working them towards bloodier, intense, grittier, gorier stuff like the Raid or Dread or John Wick. This is the kind of movie that'll bridge that gap, right? It's not grotesquely violence, but it's putting swords through faces and chopping off limbs. So if you get them into this and they like this, then you can walk them real comfortably into those better movies. Yeah, I think you're right. This would be a good midpoint when you're, yeah. you've are you got a, a, a teen who's making that transition from safe action to something beyond that. But, I mean, at this point, really, it's like, oh, we could also mention that this actor is in this or this actress is in it and talk about how great they were. Mm-hmm. Olga Kurylenko's in it, so we have a, a great secondary villain. Mm-hmm. And Veronica Knoll is in it as the princess's trainer, mentor. master, mentor. So she gets a few scenes in, mm-hmm. but... That's it. That's, that's everything you need to know. What more can we say, right? I mean, at this point, you're either in or out already. <laughs> so, Well, let me go ahead and wrap that up in a, a score here. What are your final um, thoughts? It looks good. The action's good. The sound design is fine. The me- We talked about the music. I mean, they do this thing with White Wedding in it, which I guess kind of works. But it feels like it could have done a little more musically. I'm probably not going to revisit this again unless I wanted to show, as we described, one of our younger kids a sort of transitional movie. I have zero relationship with Joey King. For I don't remember ever seeing her in anything, so I don't even have that level of attachment. So this is slightly above the middle for me. It'll be three out of five repeating crossbows. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ray. I am glad to see another movie where we've got women kicking ass. That's a good thing. I am glad to see that we have a movie here that has some great fight scenes that even though sometimes the choreography is over the top, it's still fun. I'm very glad to see that. I am disappointed that there's not a little more of a plot to this because, again, we're, we're starting to talk about who do you recommend this movie to. Yes, it's, it's great, like we said, for maybe, you know, teens crossing into the, some of the harder action stuff and that kind of thing. But then can you really recommend it to a hardcore action fan? Because we're kind of in between on that. And we're kind of in between on a lot of things. But you can't also recommend it to very, maybe very young girls who, you, who you're who like, hey, we need to see the girls kicking ass. But you can't quite recommend it to them because it's, it's, it's a lot bloody and it is rated R for a reason. Yeah, there's no sex and there's not a lot of cussing, but it's rated R for a reason. So I can't tell you to go and put your six-year-old child in her, you know, Cinderella. <laughs> address down in front of the TV and show her this. <laughs> Don't do Although, that. Although <laughs> I would love to. I actually would love to do that, but that probably isn't, you know, good parenting. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a movie too that I would love to give a higher score. If I am just going off the action, I would have given it a higher score. But since we have some things that are so kind of middling in this and we also have all of this well, non plot, but the plot that's there is kind of extemporaneous because it's just it just is the other characters are not any kind of they're no depth i mean all of them are cardboard cutouts of whatever character they're giving us the main character doesn't even have a name exactly the main character is the princess that's so i want to give this a higher score for some reasons and then for other reasons i can't so yeah it's a movie that i really really enjoyed watching once but i'm I'm not going to watch it again at the end of the day, I think I've got to go a tentative, and this is a tentative, a tentative 6.75. You know, kind of maybe want to do a 7, but not quite there. So a tentative 6.75 out of 10 Wizard's Beards. 
Because <laughs> if we'd had a wizard, the whole thing would have been a lot easier. She just could have, you know, magicked her way out of it and we'd been done. <laughs> You're right, though. This is fun. It's just a fun playthrough of a cool fighting video game. The lovingly drawn-out choreographed fight scenes are really cool, and if that does it for you, then you're going to enjoy this. But this isn't a fantastic movie. Eastern filmmakers know how to keep the camera back and work the actors that can actually fight on film, and Joey King does a really good job here. Kudos to her. I didn't know she had it in her. I only knew her from her rom-coms on Netflix. All the fights are right there on the screen and expertly done. And this is a good audition for Vietnamese director Lee Van Kite to direct a Fast and the Furious movie. But like a lot of movies of the genre, this gets boring. You get numb to the fights. A movie like this thrives on the action, but it leaves an impression if the story is good. And the story here, it's just there's not enough of it. It's no different than traditional Disney princess movies. I liked it well enough. It's fun. It's fun. I'll keep saying it's fun, but I don't think I'm going to go back to this anytime soon. So I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10 expository flashbacks. All right. So based on the three of us here, if we had to defend ourselves from a castle full of raiders, Ray, you're in charge. Me? Dwayne, give her your sword. Yeah, Ray, sorry. It's, this movie's taught me to trust the women and give them the sword. So Ray, right. Dwayne, give her your sword. We're, okay. We'll get behind I'm her. on sure. it. I'm Ray. on it. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Here we go, everyone. <laughs> 